Yo, yo, this is SP the Ghost LOXD Block checking in with the House of Melanated Excellent. You know what I mean? I know y'all the up and coming organization. You know what I mean? I know the founders of Vic, Jermaine, Franklin Jr. I know the podcast is called H-O-M-E. And I just want to say, keep doing what y'all doing, man. I love the name. I love what y'all standing for. I love what y'all trying to put out there. I have nothing but best wishes for y'all. And many, many blessings and great energy to do what y'all got to do. Love is love. SP the Ghost, L-O-X-D Block. Peace, peace, peace. Welcome home. Welcome to another edition of the House of Melanated Excellence. I got the home team with me. I go by the name of CL Victor, a.k.a. PS40 Mill. And let's go to my brother, Leroy. What's good, brother? What's going on with the king? What's good, God? What's up? Yeah. Good everybody, home team. Yes, peace, sir. Peace. Yeah. Then, 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 we got, then we got the heart and soul. He, this brother here is the heart and soul of our organization. Let me introduce to the brothers and sisters, Jermaine, a.k.a. God our day. What's good, brother? Yo, peace, brothers. Peace, brothers. I'm just glad to be back here with the homies, kicking it, about to have another phenomenal bill yeah. today. And um, we're going um, to have a nice one today lined up for you. we got uh, got this beautiful young sister, um, Neek, and, um, from Hot 103.9. So we, we're really looking forward to what we're going to build and... Um, you know, learn and present to our to our home family, our homies out there. Um, so that this is going to be really nice here. Hope you guys enjoy it. Take some good notes and and learn and get some experience and um and information and knowledge that help you proceed and progress the road to whatever you're trying to get through today. Absolutely, I like I like yes. how you put that, God. And and you know, Nick is a is a legend. In this in this area of South Carolina, Columbia. As a matter of fact, you can even say Columbia, you can say Charlotte, you can say Atlanta. She's been in the game a long yes. time. And, yes. and she's represented for our for our community and for our sisters with the utmost respect, man. She she's she's never let us down. She's somebody you can look to and 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 as an example for our children. Um, and just look at it and say, hey, you know, somebody that you could you could take notes from. So we definitely right. honest yes. to have her here and we're gonna learn a lot, especially in today's world where everything's about owning your own business, you know, owning your own brand and, and stuff like yes. that. There's some underlying uh nuances when it comes to this that you can't that you can't learn in school. And mm-hmm. so Hopefully, I, I believe her insight is gonna help us get us get us over that hump, especially since we're coming out creating our own brand right now. So you know, right. it, it's gonna Most be fun, definitely. man. We, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. No stuff. You know, and hopefully we're looking to, you know, because you hear, you hear a lot about that, uh, you know, people creating their brand and, and um, mm-hmm. establishing their brand and all that. And, and many people, most people, I'm pretty sure, don't, don't really know what that means. You right. Know, they hear it, you know, just like anything, you kind of just latch on to something that sounds good and, and just kind of roll with it and assume they know what it, what it means. We're right. Gonna, we're going to get that, yeah. you know, get a better understanding of what that means today. Absolutely. And, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, we, uh, our, our setup today is kind of like we're doing a, a master class, right? And so I'm thinking, you know, about when I was in school. You know, we, we went through elementary school, uh, high school. Some of us even went to college. I want to ask you, brothers, man, what's your fondest memory of, of school? Like, what was your favorite lesson or... Yeah, the, uh, a crazy experience I had, man. Say that with the people, man. Mm, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Kay. Go ahead, Kay. I hear you. I hear you laughing. You got a good one. I know you got a good one. Well, I mean, just the, the experience alone, uh, um, mainly in college. Uh, mm. Just really, you know, when I went had the experience of college, basically just to. Uh, you know, we, I was there to to basically settle down and, and get a clear understanding of what I wanted to do for my future, and mm-hmm. uh, and it provided me with the tools uh, needed for my profession. And um, and uh, of course, I had different classes that that geared towards that, but just the general general experience with with uh, interacting with people and uh, people I ca- came in contact with, you learn a whole lot more from them. Um, mm-hmm. You learn a lot from your, your instructors or professors, but at the same time, <clears throat> it was it was those things that ne- not necessarily happen in class. Mm. Sometimes outside, right? Things right. like what? Just, things like what? <laughs> uh, uh, sometimes just just one on ones with with the teachers, um, mm. like some similar to what we we about to experience today. You know, mm-hmm. as far as uh, getting clearer insight, the classroom is for for a, a, a group of people. But same, sometimes if you want that extra want to go the extra mile you have to take take a step outside of the classroom or back in the classroom when everybody's right. on and say hey, mm. what what do i need to know to to what that would benefit me or help me out so right. going above and beyond to figure those things out Absolutely. and uh, and when just just doing those things i can't pick out a, a time in particular what what really uh struck you know struck me far as um really help, helping me out but at the same time just uh Going, going to speak with those individuals that I, I believe that was I could benefit from. Gotcha. So if a teacher or instructor presented something that I saw while in class or, or interacted, mm. I would go the extra mile to say, "Hey, I you you said something that 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 struck me. I want to know more." So right, you know, right. going out there and getting information. So yeah, um, yeah. And you understood that it, that the class didn't stop after class. You know exactly. You know. Exactly, and that's pretty much life. You know, you, you know, you want something. You don't. It don't stop just because you stop. You stop working. You know, or you stop reading a book, or you stop whatever your discussion with somebody. That don't mean that experience is over, right? You know, or that right. learning, learning experience is over. You still gotta, you know, if you want to progress, you still gotta pursue. You yes, know, sir. It's, exactly. it's, it's 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 all the time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's those are the ones who. Uh, who uh who 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 win the game or win the racing, so to speak. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. the ones who keep on pushing, who keep on pursuing. Mm-hmm. What about you, God? What what you had happened, or, or experiences, or your favorite lesson, your favorite class, in no in your experiences mm. in school, man? Mm. Let's see. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say my my favorite. My favorite classes I, I went to um, was after high school. Also, I went to Central Carolina. It's a technical college, but um, I went there to get my associate's degree. And um, okay, and I, uh, and I actually took this class. It was called Afro American Studies, mm. and um, and that's what um, I never took a class that um, I learned so much about. African history, the other than slavery and civil rights, you right. know, I didn't, I didn't know we had anything else really until right. I took that to that class. And um, ever since then, I was more and more interested in, you know, what is the history of our people, you know, because I, we didn't learn anything in school in that twelve years of school. All we learned is we were slaves and Martin Luther King and civil rights and all that stuff. That's it, right? And um, I didn't even know who. Malcolm X was until after school, you know, when, mm-hmm. um, or when, uh, when Malcolm X came out, I was like, Malcolm X, who's this? You know, the movie Malcolm X with Denzel Washington. And so, yeah, I'll say, I'll say, um, yeah, one, I can't remember what year it was when I was in getting my associates. It was, uh, but, uh, what semester that was, but, um, but it was definitely a seed was planted when I was taking that Afro American studies. It was a book written by John Hope Franklin, I think, and um and also the brother who um who who does does documentaries on finding your roots, Henry Louis Gates. Okay, okay, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a book that they co wrote together and um and it told, you know, broke down a lot of the a lot of the um Mali kingdoms and you learn a little bit about Mansa Musa and, and all these Mali kingdoms wow. and different kingdoms in Africa and, you know, and how powerful they were and, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, wow, didn't know there was all this, all this history there. And, right. um, you know, before, before we, you know, the slavery part, you know, so, so yeah, it, 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 it planted a seed. And, um, so, so that was, um, that was, that stands out to me. That was powerful to me. And, right. uh, so, um, yeah, that's, that that's what it was for me, God. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, I think anytime that, that you are enlightened on your history, you're also enlightened on yourself. So that's always yes. a, a great avenue to start heading down when you mm. start talking about knowledge yourself. So however it comes at you first, yeah, I think you're gonna remember that for sure, man. I think um for me, um I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go when I went to massage therapy school, Millis Technical mm. College. Wow. Cause that was the time that that I actually chose that subject. Like it wasn't forced upon me. I didn't have to take wow. it to, to yeah. get a credit. It was something that I felt was more like a calling mm-hmm. than the actual I'm going to take this class or whatever, whatever. And so wow. yeah. So You felt that it was a calling. Yeah, I felt it was a calling because mm. because my sister was she was going to get her master's degree so she called me one day I was driving trucks on the road she yeah. called me up she's like yo I'm about to go get my master's I'm about to have my first teaching assignment and I'm like 
I felt I felt happy for her, but I felt jealous. A good jealous though, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. I felt I felt her enthusiasm. I felt her passion, yes. like right. doing something right. purposeful, purposeful. And yes. so now I'm like, I gotta find my thing. And being right. that mm-hmm. I was already studying knowledge of self things, I was already interested in the human body. So so when I when I came across massage, I still wasn't quite sure what it all entailed. I knew it was more than what society was was showing us, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I didn't know quite what that was. So when I started doing my research on it and, and found out that massage started in the motherland where it's written wow. on the, the walls, I'm like, wow. say no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, wow. let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, the ancestors were calling, was calling you, huh? Yeah. They were calling you. They're like, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Come on. Come right. on, God. Come on back home. Come yeah. on back home. Yeah. Yes, that's what's up, man. Yeah. So so when I went to school, the teacher name was Mr. D, man. And um he taught old school style. Like he had a like he had like a VCR. He didn't use no DVDs. I'm talking about a, a VCR. Man. Like, like he didn't believe in technology. He had he had to <laughs> That, that you got to take the Walmart to have developed. Like, he didn't even have no digital camera. <laughs> he was straight wow. old school. And every yeah. time he ended his classroom, he would say, I love you guys. And, and wow. I was like, yo, that's that was dope to me. You know what I'm saying? So I was able to get massages every day. And you can't <laughs> ask for a better class than that. That's, I mean, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, wow. make a long story short, man. I just I found myself changing, like it changed me, because one of the mm-hmm. things about massage, like I didn't, I couldn't touch another male, like like massaging a man was like, nah, I, I was not, <laughs> it's not happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I didn't get that part of my research. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I, I forgot about that. But <laughs> I remember but, those stories, man. He was yeah, talking man. with the guy, that he's like. Do it. I'm not. I'm not gonna massage no man. I'm not gonna massage no old man. <laughs> Yo. I'm like God, man. You got it. You got to do it, man. No, I'm not doing it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like man, you, you, yeah. you, 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 you grow past it, God. He's like, nah, yeah. man. I can't do that, God. <laughs> yeah, I remember that vividly. And, and, and so that yes, that proves my point because I remember just like you said, and the teacher said, he said, by the time you get done with this class. You will never look at the human body the same again, and wow. I didn't understand. I, I I understood what he meant intellectually, but I didn't understand what yeah. he meant, you know, deeply. And by the time yeah. we got done with that with, with that course, with that class, uh-huh. I never looked at the human body the same again. And so, wow. so I would say that would probably be my 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 best lesson that I've learned because I could actually document how it changed me. You know what I'm saying? For the, you know, for the better. Yeah. So yeah, man. So yeah, yeah. Wow. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's growth, man. That's that's a key thing right there. Mm. Growth and being yeah. and, and willingness to grow. Yes, sir. You know, it's, yeah. especially in something that you're passionate about. And when you passion, that's one thing you notice. You notice is uh, if you're passionate about something, you ain't gonna have no problem growing. Even if you don't want to, you're gonna realize. You know, hey, I want to grow in this. I want to get better. I want to. I want to, you know, exemplify excellence. I want to, you know, progress and, you know, get better and better. Right. And that's what, 
that's what your passion that's when you know you're in your passion absolutely you know you can you can get past your fears you can get past your all your little hang-ups and all that and uh yeah, and uh, and just power through with um you, you know your enthusiasm really exactly mm-hmm. yeah. exactly so yeah that's good stuff man yeah man yes sir yeah man appreciate it man so so I said we about to get this thing started with this master class with Neek but before we do I want to ask your brothers one more thing man you know as far as being an entrepreneur like what what are the what's like one of the key qualities that you brothers believe an entrepreneur must have? Mm. I'll say you have to be able to think outside the box. Mm. I mean, I mean, and, and just, uh, and be willing to, uh, yeah, willing to just think outside of the box. Willing to not yeah. rely on what everybody else says to do. I and, like um, that, yeah. You know, when you, when you get in the jam or something, you know, not just looking to follow what everybody else says. Um, also, being willing to step outside of the box and and um, and, and 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 not being afraid to go yeah. go with what you're feeling and what you what your what your heart is telling you, what your what your own mind and soul is telling Absolutely. you. Absolutely, know? and uh, yeah. that's 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 what I would say. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Stepping outside of the box, exploring, and giving yourself opportunity. You know, to explore and expand. Mm on that this is really important yeah mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah I, I definitely agree with that as well man I think that um, being an entrepreneur man it, it ain't an easy feat it ain't for everybody I think no. I think one of the things that you gotta have is some cojones you gotta have <laughs> you gotta have some cojones man like this thing is yeah you're going against the grain especially if you're coming from an environment where you're surrounded by the employee mindset. You know what I'm saying? Everybody working on the yeah. And here you come with some old <laughs> mm-hmm. out the box yeah. thought, you know yeah. what I mean? Or ideas. Yeah. You go, yeah. you're, gonna, you're gonna be somewhat attacked, you know what I'm saying? Or or, or ridicule sometimes, yes. man. And so you gotta mm-hmm. have some, you know, no no disrespect to, to the women, but I'm just saying, you know, you just gotta have courage. You know, I think I think yes. courage is a uh Mm-hmm. Is, is a fundamental quality that an entrepreneur must have, man. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. And of course, that knowledge itself. Man. Mm-hmm. That don't hurt. Of course, that knowledge itself. That uh-huh. sure don't hurt. Nah. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> yeah. Heck nah. I, I'm, I seen a quote. I seen a quote that <clears throat> said that if you don't know your brand, then somebody will brand you. And, mm, mm. and so I think a lot of people been branded. You know what I'm saying? And um, like yes. you know, we're gonna talk about this whole concept of branding and 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 as we move forward with HO and me, you know, we we really starting to really understand this deeply, what it means to have a brand, and not only what it means to have it, but what it means to protect it. Because you gotta also mm-hmm. protect your brand. As well, and you got to be mindful about who you associate yourself with, and who you crossing, mm-hmm. who you cross brand with, you know, who you collaborate yeah. wow. with. You see, what I'm saying yes. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, a lot of things going to play with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So yes, sir. Yeah, so we're gonna get this this thing started, man. We're gonna take a small break. You know how we do it. 
We're going to take a small yes, break, sir. and then we're going to come back and bring in the, the living legend, Neek. Hot one point nine. She's the mystique. What? Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. I can I cannot wait to get her on here, man. Because yes, you know a lot of people really don't know. They hear her on the radio every day because every day she comes on the radio and she has yeah. many different topics from relationships to to entertainment. But now mm-hmm. we're about to really pick her brain and see what will really inspires her. And, right. and, and motivates her so I'm looking forward to this mm-hmm. one so we're going to yeah. take a small yes. break like I said we're going to come back with the legend so stay tuned we'll be right back come on check me, me out welcome home Hey, what's up? It's Jay-Z. Hey, what's up? You're the Kid 50 Cent. Is... What's up, y'all? I'm Beyonce. What's up, y'all? This is J. Cole. The House of Melanated Excellence. Welcome back to the House of Melanated Excellence. We got the legend. We got the icon. We got the teacher with us here today. Everybody give a warm welcome home to Miss Neek. Welcome Neek. home, Neek. Welcome home, Neek. Hello, hello. Welcome. I feel Welcome like I need some hand house. claps or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, we got her. We got yeah, her here. Yeah. All yeah. right. You Welcome. know, after that, right. that stellar introduction you gave me, you know, I, I, I wanted some sound effects or something. <laughs> listen, listen oh, you got yeah. it. Yeah. You got yeah. it. We're learning today. We're the students. So you tell us what you want. <laughs> well, I mean, since you said that, I mean, you know, I need to go ahead and give you a whole complete list. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm, hey, listen. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll we'll sit up there and... uh Oh, you know, yeah. write me a check you can't cash, man. Nah, listen, listen. <laughs> mm, I hear you. We H2O, we got you, we got you. But that's right. Actually, that's one of the things that I wanted to touch on first before we even get started. Because when I first met you, and I want to give a shout out to Mike from from Imperial, he put me on to you, and he was like, you know how you know how your man be like, yo, I know such and such. He'd be like, man, whatever. But he actually knew you and, and sold and proved. When you came through, and one of the first things I noticed was how down to earth and how grounded you was, considering your position. And it made me think about where did that come from? Like, what, what was it your upbringing? Was it an experience you had? Where does your your, your groundedness come from? I feel like I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, I'm I'm just a I'm a person. I'm a person just like anybody else's. Just because you happen to hear my voice on coming through your speakers, whether that be your car speakers, your home speakers, your Bluetooth speaker, you know, your, your headphones, whatever the case may be, it's just you know we all do different occupations. We all do different things. Uh, right. Mine just happens to be in entertainment. But I'm I'm still a person. I, you, I mean, I still got to go and go to the grocery store and pick up my groceries. And, you know, I still got to pump my own gas. Like, you really? know, so I, right. I, I mean, respectfully, all, all of us. I'm sorry, say that again. You don't have nobody doing all that for you? <laughs> <laughs> no. And besides, wow. they might try to charge me too much anyway. Right, so. right. <laughs> um but you know, just respectfully, we all have our own egos. But yeah. I just, I, mine, mine has never been out of control like that. Got I'm confident in who right. I am, and you know, my ego is not out of control like that. Yeah, 
Yeah, you you had a good balance. Like you still had that boss energy, but it was still mm. easy to talk to and easy to, to uh, relate to. So, however you figured out how to make that balance happen, kudos to you. So, um, balance is the key. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's absolutely let's, let's take it to the beginning. How did you how did you get into radio? What made you even want to go that route in the first place? Uh, actually, uh, in high school, we had like a program where basically, you know, the counselors would talk to you and tell you, hey, what is it that you actually want to do? I originally thought that I was going to be an attorney. Mm. So they were like, you know, if you want to be an attorney, you need to be on a, you know, you need to be on a debate team. So I was right. like, okay, cool. So I didn't realize being on a debate team, it was like, you know, after school on the weekend, you actually had to go to debate meets. You had to go to the library and and look up cases that you were going to actually be debating on. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, I'm good at it. But I'm like, man, this is taking up a lot of time. I'm not (laughs) sure I want to do this. And so it's just like, of course, when you get into the profession, you'll have paralegals and stuff like that. But until you get to that point. So I was like, okay, like, what else can I do? Mm. And I uh, had a class where, you know, we did like... uh, Kind of, um, you know, you did like closed circuit television. Um, we read the morning announcements with, you know, talking about what was on the lunch menu right. and, you know, the basketball team, what team they were playing and what time the game started and stuff like that. So that was like and it was an elective class. Right. And I was like, you know what, this is kind of cool. I really enjoyed doing more of the closed circuit television stuff behind the scenes with special effects and graphics. So I was like, you know what, I think mm. I want to go in that direction. So when I decided to go to college that's what I actually that was the first thing that I was majoring in first I just happened to kind of get a job in radio first and that's what I kind of just that's what I stuck with when I went to college for mass communications which is radio television newspaper print Mm -hmm. Uh, you know in the school that I went to uh, where I finished up at was which was Georgia State in Atlanta they made sure that you know you took all of those classes that you were involved and you also participated like with the school newspaper or either the closed circuit television that they had on campus or the student run radio station. Right. So I was actually involved with a a video show at school as well as um, the student run radio station. Wow. But the student run radio station, it was just, it it had a lot more going on. Um, And I was just like, man, this is fun. I enjoy doing this. I I think I might want to do this for a living. But I still love the television aspect, just, you know, behind the scenes and and creating visuals. But I was um, one of the guys had contacted me when I was working at Georgia State and I was actually a uh, senior at the time. Mm. He worked at um, at the time. It was hot. Ninety seven five. Now it's hot. One oh seven nine. But yeah. And his name was Shaka Zulu and Shaka actually had went on to become Ludacris's manager. Right. Um, yeah. OK. Yeah. Ooh. And he was like, you know, hey, you know, we've been listening to you. We got a spot open on the weekends from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. We're looking for some part time people. You should come and join us. Mm, so you know, at okay. first I was just like, eh, I don't know. I think I want to finish school and then I can focus, you know, this, that and the third. Then somebody else from the station that I didn't know, you know, said that basically the same thing that Shaka had said to me. So I was like, OK, God, you sending me the sign. Let me go ahead and, you know, pursue this and do what I need to do. And the rest is history. Mm. Wow. So, so let me ask you. Ever? I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is this is God God our day. Yeah, Nick, did you ever get to do any television at all? Well, the funny thing is, one time I actually auditioned for VH1. Wow. You know, it's one of the, the video jockeys or whatever like that. Yeah. But I was so nervous. Like, <laughs> I mean, there, there's only a handful of times where I was just really that nervous where my voice was shaking. Wow. And uh, I blew it. I mean, I just, I blew the whole audition. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, from there, I was just like, ah, I don't know, you know, if TV right. is really cut out for me. But, you know, that's for, that's the early stages of the career. And then, you know, once you build your confidence and, mm-hmm. and your know-how and, and more knowledge in the business, you can, you can do that. So, um, since I've been in Columbia, we actually used to have a segment on Watch Fox where we would do all of us from the radio station, actually, from all of our sister stations. So, mm-hmm. you know, I work at Hot 103. Point nine, and you know our sister station, the Big DM, Big um, one point three. Then we also have a pop station, which is Q ninety three five. We have um, classic rock, which is Fox one hundred two, and then we have an alternate um, rock station, as well as a easy listening station. But it's like the the Caucasian version of DM. Got you. Yeah, so you know, so we, so all of us were rotating, like doing celebrity news and entertainment for Watch Fox for a little while. So you know, I did that, and I mean, I've made some guest appearances here and there. Um, you know, just on some independent shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, have you given that up? You, you're done with television? No, or? I mean, no. Well, as far as Watch Fox is concerned, they decided to go a different direction, which, you know, that that's that's part of the business and it just happens like that. So it's not necessarily, you know, any nothing bad or bad or derogatory happened. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, you know, if it if the opportunity presents itself, I mean, I would do it. I would right. definitely depend. Let me say, let me say this, depending on what it is, that you know, is somebody true. came to me and just was like, you know, okay, Hey, we want you to do, you know, this porn thing on TV. I'm like, <laughs> <"No>, <laughs> you know, I can't uh, do that. You know what I mean? So it, it depends on what the, what the opportunity is. Right, so let right, me say right. that. But I would be open to it for sure. Absolutely. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. So when, when did you start noticing the power of radio, like being, having that platform, when did it start to sink into you? that, hey, you know what, I'm doing something that's bigger than just being on the radio. I'm actually impacting lives. When did that moment happen for you? I would probably say the the weirdest thing that the first thing that kind of happened to me was I was in a store one day and a young lady was like, I know you. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm doing 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. So I'm not even out like that. Like, you know, when everybody was out at the club partying and stuff, right. they would be listening to me on their way home. But, you know, I wasn't again, you know, I wasn't one of the premier on air personalities at the time when I first started. So I'm saying to myself, like, I'm like, I don't think she really know me like that. Right. But I'm like, OK, you know, I'm like, um, she knew you just by your voice. But see, that's the crazy thing because my regular speaking voice is my radio voice. Mm. And she was like, you know, I know you. I know you from somewhere. And I'm like, you do? And she's like, yeah, I know you from somewhere. And I'm like, I don't know where. I'm like, what's your name? And, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm saying to myself, because I don't forget a face. I may forget names, but I don't forget a face. Yeah, right. She's like, I know I don't know this girl. And then she was just like, and then it, I guess it clicked in her head. She's like, oh, my God, you're the one that's on the radio. <laughs> right. And I was like, 
Yeah, I said, you actually listen to me? She was like, yeah, girl, you know, I'll be coming from the club. You know, I got you on the I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. So, you know, it's, 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 it's weird because it's like, you know, the studio's like a little square room, you right. know, with all kind of equipment and stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even though you're in there by yourself, that's when I came to the realization, like, yo, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people that listen. Mm, yes. And listen intently. Right. And yes. one of our professors, you know, told me at Georgia State is what well, he told all of us in the class is that you have to remember, you know, he was telling us basically really what the difference is between television, radio, as well as newspaper. But mm. more importantly, with radio, he was like, you know, you have to create theater of the mind. Yeah, it's more of so I can say to you, OK, that dog that was running down the street got ran over by a car or mm-hmm. I can say to you the dog would have to, which happened to be a cocker spaniel. Mm-hmm. He um, the hair was black and white uh, and it w- was was actually walking down broad river road and so you know what i'm saying so right. how descriptive you are and, yes. and more of what i tell you you can picture it in your mind as opposed to me just giving you a general statement yeah you give the details of this yeah it's beautiful i like that <laughs> write that down write that down Hold <laughs> on. okay yes. so, so yeah so you you have to learn how to create theater of the mind you know some people call it you know somebody said to me last week oh you know you're you know you're a saleswoman i said well i guess if you want to look at it like that depending mm. on you know what the situation is yeah right. I, you know, I have to i have to sell it you know yeah. so right mm-hmm. that's Man. what we're all doing it evidently you know i mean and, and, you know, all of us really are. As you know, if we look at it, we're we're a salesman of some way or another. You know, mm-hmm. absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, and that mm-hmm. and that brings us to understanding the brand because you know I've been kind of observing you for for a few years now, ever since I met you, and and, and you're very meticulous on how you market your brand. You have a very um, I mean, from fashion. Right, you, you. I mean, I remember the yes. cape. Like this, she wore a cape on stage, and it was like, <laughs> mm. yo, she's like a superhero, and and she, wow. and she really gets into that. So I'm looking at the fashion. I'm looking at your social consciousness. Like anytime something happens in the community, you're one of the first ones on the front lines, giving us insight about it. So you have a, and wow. then you also add in spirituality as well into your brand. So, so what is a brand from your perspective? And how do you nurture it? To uh, for me, it's just I want to be different. You know, even though I have my coworkers and we are all a team, right? You still mm-hmm. have to be that individual, even from the team. It's not even like I'm looking at my coworkers as competition because that's not how I look at it. Right. But it's more of look, everybody can have their designated time to shine. Mm. We have the sun and we have the moon and they both shine. They just shine at different times. Yes, yes. So that's how that's how I kind of just pictured myself. Like, how am I going to be able to stand out from everybody else? Not even my coworkers. There's even other radio stations and there's other technology from streaming to satellite to podcasts, so on and so forth. So there's so many different avenues where people can gather content and information and they can listen. So what is so different and so unique about me that people would want to listen? There's some people that just they just absolutely just 
love my voice. And some people, they don't even remember what I said. They're just like, yo, I love your voice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm just, just sitting like, here. Okay. Just, you can see me. I'm just sitting here just like, this doesn't rise right now by your voice. <laughs> oh man, I forgot. I'm but trust me, I've, I've, I've gotten some <laughs> weird, weird calls. Oh, boy, <laughs> you know, making me think like, man, you know, maybe I need to start charging a, you know, two ninety nine a minute or something. <laughs> wow. Now, but um, but yeah. So that's that's just the only thing. And for me, I've always, I guess, I've really came into fashion. Uh, probably maybe like my third year into radio. Um, and it was just, it was just more of, you know, oh, I'm starting to make some more money. I can, you know, buy some nicer things, but it's just like, you know what? I want to get some stuff that's made. I want to, again, it's just me just standing out from everybody else that's going to be on the stage. I don't care if it's an artist that's performing or, you know, somebody else that's hosting the DJ that's, you know, playing in between the sets, whatever the case may be. I just want to be that person where it's just like, like you, you know, that was last year, you Mm. know, you know, what was that? That was last fall that I did that cake, but people are still talking about it because no one has wow. ever done it before. Right, right, and my right. thing is like, I just had the idea. I was like, yo, I want a cape. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's going to be my neat superhero cape. And I'm right. like, I want my name in big letters. You know what I mean? Right. So, and, um, you know, I work with the stylist and right. she put me in contact with, you know, the young lady that, that made it. She, you know, because my thing is like, I can have the idea and I can have the vision, but sometimes you have to get people that, will assist you in your vision right absolutely yeah. <clears throat> you know so um so i just definitely have to shout out to noelle b styles noelle she, yes as well as uh the crafty beast <laughs> they are uh, right. yeah yeah they, they're the ones you know they're the ladies behind me in, in that particular situation you know but i like to just do different stuff i mean there's times that i've hosted and you know i've worn two different outfits and i'm like okay you know let me go and change you know what i mean second half of the show let me do this and so Mm. you know i don't know whenever we'll get back in concerts i have another idea i'm not gonna tell you guys you just have to wait (laughs) and see right right right. (laughs) so you know i mean it's just that's just that's just part of the creativity because also when people see you you know the first impression is a lasting impression exactly That's what I was so, about to ask you about, Nick, is um, you obviously understand that it's also about making that impression and, and making yourself memorable. I remember, yes. I remember um, when I was uh, back in um, uh, my college days, we were, me and a buddy of mine, we were putting on this um, variety show and I was one of the MCs and, um, and I came up and I did something, I, I was speaking and then I, I did some kind of move and mm-hmm. I remember my, my teacher instructor she said to me she was like wow i like what you did right there jermaine because i mean you did that you don't even realize you did it but you did it but you made yourself memorable you stood out from everybody else because of that move you did and mm. i was like and i was like and, and that stuck with me you know mm-hmm. it's like uh, you know like what you're doing you know making yourself memorable you know standing Absolutely. out from from everybody else and um and that's um something that sounds like that's also key and key and um and you know creating your brand right yeah so, so, I, so i'm sorry go ahead how, how do you protect that brand because like let's say for example another another host next year comes out and they have on the cape so <laughs> right and then, how, do you, how do you deal with that like do you, you is it flattering to you or did you gotta go call them out on that 
Well, you know, the situation is this, is that, you know, you're always going to have people that are going to, for lack of a better term, they're going to want to imitate what you do. Um, you know, and it's like, look, you can you can have the recipe. That doesn't mean that it's going to taste the same. Okay. You know, at the end of the right, day, right. and then what's going to happen as well is that because I was the first one to do it and I made an impact. Yes. There's going to be a lot of people's like, oh, she, he or she was just copying off of Neek. Right. Exactly. Right. You know, Neek was the first one to do that. And it's yeah. so funny because as you, when you are branding yourself and you are building a brand at that same time, you're building a tribe. Right. That's right. And, some, and a lot of times you don't even have to, you don't even have to say anything because guess what? Your it's tribe is coming no. after somebody that's, <laughs> that, you know, they felt like may have did you wrong. And yes. and I guess my best example of that would be like Beyonce and the Beehive. Right. Like, you, 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 I mean, if somebody says anything <laughs> negative or derogatory <laughs> against Beyonce, man, you better watch out. They putting bees all over the place, yeah, you know? It. Like they, they're like, they're not having it. Like Beyonce didn't do anything to you. We think she's the best, you know, so on and so forth. So that happens as well. You know, you don't even realize like you'll have people that'll be looking out for you and telling you certain things. But my thing is that I don't even worry about that because honestly, I'm always, I'm trying to stay five or 10 steps ahead of myself. It's not even about other people. So like I, like I told you guys, like, you know, shoot, I already got, you know, whenever concerts get back or if I'm doing a large event where I feel like I want to do that, mm. I'm already, you know, I'm already three outfits, you know, <laughs> <Right>. already <laughs> ahead. Like, you already know what I want to do. You know, just, just making it happen. You know, as far so. as the fashion aspect is concerned. But you've got to understand and realize is that every a lot of things do become routine. Right. So when they become routine, you, not only will your audience get bored, but you'll get bored with it. So I'm the type mm. of person where I feel like when things are starting to, be, to become routine, right. I got to switch it up, you know, and then they don't know that I'm going to switch it up. But when I switch it up, either it's going to work or it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it does work and sometimes it doesn't work. And sometimes, you know, the the thing that you do routine, there's just some people, they just like that. Right. But sometimes you can still add a little a little something to it to, you know, just make Spice it, it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's right. just like a relationship. Exactly. You know? Yes. So yeah. Right, right. Nice. Nice. So so you you've been able to to see a lot of careers develop from the beginning to the end. Like somebody like T.I. I remember T.I. used to come to Columbia when he'd make his mm-hmm. move tours and you see these individuals develop into the status that they're right now mm-hmm. what, what what are they doing or, or what did you see in these individuals that they were doing that you can say made them last this long what did they do for their brand from the beginning to now to make them kind of um last this long from your perspective? well you know what's interesting is is that some people it's just about reinvention and when they build their brand they expand their brand Mm -hmm. so you can take somebody like T.I. and even though that he's had his ups and downs even with the legal system that T.I. has a lot of people don't know that when he first started kind of really making his money that T.I. started investing in real estate 
He mm. went back to his old hood mm. and he was like, I did so much, you know, coming up to tear down the community that now I need to reinvest back into this community and build it up. Right. right. Wow. Okay. And so, so a lot of his, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people don't realize like, you know, he owns buildings and, you know, and just all <laughs> kind of stuff. And he's been doing that since like the beginning of his career. We, even when he was in jail, he decided to go ahead and write a book. And, you know, he had a co-author with that book. So he released the book. Um, so there's a lot of different celebrities. I think the one that I probably followed the most, who I think is is very intriguing and interesting to me, is E40. And oh, the reason really? why, I think, yes, you know, because it's like truly he is a businessman. He first of all, a lot of people don't know that you know he's one of the first West Coast rappers to, to sign a million dollar deal. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And, yeah, exactly. And um, and it's a situation where he's just been able to reinvent himself, not necessarily like as far as music is concerned, but just expanding his brand. Yeah. You know, he has, um, you know, he started out like doing like, you know, the E40, like uh, the 40 ounce beers. Right, right. Then, you know, he went from that to like. You know, he's in he's from California. So he invested in some vineyards and, you know, he has his own wine. Like, you know, what I'm saying he has several different types of wine. It's wow. like, it, yeah, like seriously, like and I mean, like he is deep off in it, you know, and it's like he doesn't even use the name E40. His, his wine brand is called Earl Stevens after his real name. Wow. That's cool. Wow. So, you know, so it's interesting to see where or even a, another person that I think is is genius at is, is 50 Cent. Like, you know, 50 mm-hmm. was like, okay, I want to invest in something. What can I invest in? Oh, I'll invest in some water. You know, everybody's yeah. going to drink yeah. water. But what's so different about this water that I have that I invested in from all the water brands that are out there? Oh, well, you know what? This water has electrolytes in it, you know, so on and so forth, whatever, whatever. You know, even the name Smart Water where it's like, you know, some people might drink it and be like, hey, you know, you know what I mean? (laughs) Or whatever. And it's just like, so he was able to sell that, you know, make millions and millions of dollars off of that. And then, you know, he moved forward to, he, you know, the the effing vodka. Now he has his own hand sanitizer. And, you know, so it's just like, sometimes you have to look at the supply and the demand. Of what's going on in in the world around you and being able to expand your brand and do that. And then, you know, you move in silence. And once everything is done and completed, that's when you can go ahead and reveal it. A lot of times there's a lot of people that give a lot of lip service to what they're going to do. But, you know, the the planning and the execution falls by the wayside. Absolutely. Absolutely. Too much talk. Too much putting your business out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I want to go back to something real quick, Neek. Um, when you were talking about spicing things up as far as in your routine and all that. And um, how, how do you, how do most people, well, how do you know, you know, when it's time to like spice things up or, you know, you know what? I want to make a little change from this or, or, you know, or do something a little different here. How do you know when to do that? Well, for me and just being in the radio industry, mm-hmm. like we are rated every quarter, which is every three months, like okay. three, three and a half months or whatever. So for me, like if there's a particular feature that I know is just wildly popular and it's mm-hmm. still you know, going to be relevant, then I'll stick with it. Like, say, for instance, Wellness Wednesdays. You know, I had the idea four years ago. You know, just looking at my own family and on my dad's side of the family, like there's a lot of obesity that happens. My dad started having a lot of health issues as he's growing older gracefully. And it's like, you know, that is one of the things that plague the black community is just health. And it 
why is it that we're in the information technology? Basically, you can type anything on your smartphone, on your laptop, computer, whatever the case may be to find out anything. And we know, like sometimes even not having a whole lot of knowledge, we just know, hey, you're supposed to eat more fruits and vegetables. Hey, you know, you're supposed to drink water. You got to try to do a little bit of exercise, something to just keep your health up where it needs to be so you can work at your maximum and optimal level but we still don't do it so I was like you know what I want to do something where I need to use this platform it's cool that you okay yes we're playing this music we're talking about the clubs we're talking about you know shows concerts whatever the case may be but you know this is also a platform where we have to give information you know and I didn't even ask if I could do the show because I was like you know what if I ask, they're going to find 50 million reasons why shouldn't do it so guess what wow. i'm gonna just do it and ask for forgiveness later right, That's right. So, That's i love that moment. and you know and it's, it's just that when you even though it's been the same name for four years we're consistently every week giving everybody different information about health and then what happens is you can continue to expand on that so we don't not only talk about you know the physical aspects of it then we branched off into mental so, you know, there is a such thing as mental health yes. and yes. and a lot of people in the, in the black community don't like to talk about it. It's like oh, it's still yeah. exactly. unfortunately a taboo uh, subject yes. as yeah. far as that is concerned. Um, so, you know, we just make sure that in the realm of health, sometimes you have to branch off just into other avenues to keep it fresh, to keep it new and to keep people interested as right. opposed to, you know, how do I lose that belly fat? I can't talk about that every week. Right, <laughs> you right, got to right. find other mm-hmm. subject matter to talk about. Like, yes, that is is a big problem that everybody wants to know. They really want a quick fix to that, mm-hmm. but there's other things that you can talk about in the world in the world of health. That's right. So that's how you kind of you know try to keep things fresh too. Yeah. Absolutely. Gotcha. Okay. You know, you know what, Nick? I, I just gonna um before we go any further, I just want to thank you because I don't even know if you know it or not, but you saved me a lot of grief um a couple of years ago because I was trying to. It was a brother that I felt was well-versed in mental health, right? And and I wanted to, I reached out to you to get him on your, to get him on your show. Mm, I yeah. remember. And, yeah. and, um, and, I, and then you, you sent me a message. You said, you know, you sure got a lot of uh, trust in this guy. And, and, the, and then even <laughs> though it was, a, it was a text message, it was like yes. a red, it was like a, like a red flag. I mean, the way you asked me that question and it made me start to analyze this brother a little bit more closely. And, and so enough, you know, he wasn't everything that he was saying, claiming that he was. And I think yes. that um, after the situation that happened where he missed the phone call and then come on the show, it, I mean, you could ask Jermaine, like, it almost broke my heart because I was really hoping Oh, it broke that, his heart. He was, yo, did, I was hoping I that had to talk him off the ledge. Man. Really? Yes. He was, he, he was one foot over. I was like, yo. <laughs> because, <laughs> he, was, because, he was gone. <laughs> because I was, I was very, I was yeah. to health. It's something that I yes. really truly live and believe in. And I felt and like this guy. brother would be a, a beacon of light yeah. on that subject. Yes. And when it he didn't stand out and he let me down, he didn't contact me back. It just yeah. it really it just broke my heart. And um, like I said, you kind of introduced me to looking out for some things. And mm-hmm. like I said, I don't know if you mm-hmm. know or not, but I just had to say thank you for that. 
Yeah. Well, I know now I didn't know, you know, at that time, I just knew like, you know, you were really, really going hard in the paint for this dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, he, and this guy, he had superpowers. He was, he was, <laughs> uh, hey, he had me fooled too. He was ready. We thought he was ready. Well, you know what, man, you know, and that's part of the job as well, is that you have a lot of, I come in contact with so many people from so many different walks of life, and I never try to be disrespectful, but I'm always going to have, like, my spidey senses are always, like, going off. Right. And my thing is that when I, when someone always approaches me like, oh, you should have this person on your show, you should have that person, you know, I'm going to do my own research. And when I was just doing the research and when I... I actually saw like the YouTube videos on him. I was just like, man, something ain't right. Mm. But I'm not going to I'm not going to say that to you because in the same aspect of the same breath, like I don't know him. So right, I can't yeah. just go and just, you know what I'm saying? Rip this man apart. Right, yeah. right. It's just my thing is that sometimes some people are going to be their own worst enemy. Absolutely. And you're just you're going to find out certain things. And, and to be honest with you, CL is like. I what I end up doing and I had to learn this the hard way. So, you know, somebody imparted some wisdom on me a while ago and they was like, yo, you got to understand in order to win, you know, there's two there's two L's that create a W. Mm, mm. And they said, you know, it's a loss and it's a lesson. Mm. Wow. And so we've, we've all been through some losses and hopefully through those losses, we've learned the lesson so we can we can win. Yes, yes. And sometimes when certain things don't work out, yes, you can be disappointed. But then immediately I'm like, okay, God, hey, you got my back. You watching out for me because if it, if this was if it was meant to be, you would have manifested. It would have happened. Right. Mm. Right. You know, or maybe this may not necessarily be the right time. It may be something on you know later on down the line. So I just you know it was just a situation where sometimes some things you have to find out on your own. Like literally, yes. everybody can tell you like, oh, That's you real. know, you, with with all the gentlemen that are on the phone, like you know, you might be feeling this girl. Like you know, I'm right. like, oh man, she the one. It's that it's her. <laughs> you know, your homeboy's like, man, uh, I don't uh, know about her dog. I'm just I'm trying to tell you. You know, you like, oh, you ain't trying to hear that. And sometimes you just have to find out on your own. And that's just people, but I sit back and I, sometimes I'll watch people for years right. before yeah. I even decide that I'm going to rock with them, do anything with them, you know, or wow. even even just give them a compliment. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So, I like that. So, once again, like I said, thank you for that, and, and you're absolutely right. I'm, I'm learning that as well. And as we build, as we build our brand and build our platform, it's a lot of questions. That come through our heads because we like yo we get it's get confusing that time, and it's like so mm-hmm. how long does this take? I mean I mean I know it's not a it's not a particular time frame on it, but how long does it take to build a brand and to establish a platform roughly? Oh shoot, man! I don't I don't think you ever stop. I'm gonna be honest mm. with you. Yeah, mm. uh, uh, it's just it. The number one thing that I guess I can say is just consistency. And I am always evaluating myself and I'm looking at, okay, so, you know, I did this a year ago. I did this three years ago. I did this five years ago. A lot of people will ask me, like, you know, how do you stay consistent in what you're doing? And people, you know, you've been in this market forever and, you know, and people still seem to be interested in what you're talking about. And it's funny because it's like there's kids that were in high school. Now they're growing like, oh, I used to listen to you when you were in high school. I was in high school. I'm like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like, okay. <laughs> but, um, relax, relax. 
<laughs> I know, right? You know, and now you're getting, you know, oh, Miss Neat. I'm like, oh, or ma'am. You know, <laughs> so I'm originally from Jersey, and, and and growing up in Jersey, we never used ma'am. It was just like, you know, excuse me, you know, or excuse me, Miss or Mister or whatever the case may be, but. So, you know, you just have to embrace it. But to me, you never stop building your brand, not unless you just get to a point in your life where it's like, you know what, I'm just not working anymore. I'm going to retire. I'm just going to chill and enjoy life. But you you just you have to consistently work at it. And again, the one thing that I always keep in the back of my head is just how can I be different from everybody else that's doing what I'm doing? How can I stay relevant Right, you know, and that's that's just the main thing. And I think once you can kind of figure that out, then you can continue to move forward. So, so that's just. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so I mean that's that's just kind of just what I do. I just you know I just challenge myself to figure out okay, so what's going to be the next thing that I do? Because um, sometimes you know it, everything is even not all about my job. You know what I mean? Like that's right. just one aspect of my life. But you know I can use the the platform to expand my brand into doing other things. Like in the bag. Like how how do you so so when, gotcha. you, when you had when you had a brand and you building the platform. How do you, when do you start to look to monetize it? And where does the bag necessarily falls into place? I, I mean, the, the situation for me is yeah. I, how I monetize it is, okay, so you want me to make an appearance somewhere and I, you know, hey, this is what I charge per hour. Either you're going to pay it or you're not going to pay it. Mm. You know, I've had people where they're like, well, you know, so-and-so, you know, well, they charge this. Well, I guess you need to talk to so-and-so. <laughs> right, right. You know, I know who I am. I know what I bring to the table. And that's just what it's going to be. You know, there, there's there's no discounts. Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I'll take that back. It depends on if I've been dealing with the person for like years and years and years. Right. But um, you, you, you have to find other ways to take and monetize it. And mm-hmm. so for me, like, say, for instance, like... Probably like three years ago, I had decided that I was going to, you know, put out some exp- what I called expressive T-shirts. I was like, yo, I want to put out some expressive oh, I know, T-shirts. I know them T-shirts. I know them T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, um, you know, and I did pretty good with it for a while, but it was just like, you know, I kind of just was like, oh, I don't feel like doing this anymore. And then it's just like, you know, I kind of came back to myself and I was like, yo, I didn't really push that as far as it could go. So, you know what? I'm going to relaunch it and I'm going to start it again. Cool. Um uh-huh. You know, then it was just like I had the opportunity where there was this young lady. She asked me to come and speak at her leadership conference. And she came up with the idea like, you know, everybody was so impactful at my leadership conference that I want to put a book out. And so she approached all of us and said, hey, would you guys be interested in doing an anthology with me? She was like, you know, I'm going to do most of the work, so on and so forth or whatever. And I was like, you know, there's been people over the years like, hey, you should write a book. And I'm like, I feel like writing a book. Yeah. <laughs> like right, that, right. that wasn't just something that interests me. It's not the fact that I can't write. It's just, you know, sometimes yeah. you also have to have a passion for yeah. what it is that you want to do to expand your brand. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but, you know, it's like the book is almost done. Like, it's like, it's so exciting. So I'm like, wow. well, hey, you know, and she is 15 of us all together. 
and everybody contributed like four to five pages of the book. So it's going to be even a thick book. I hate when you have people that, you know, they give you this little thin book, <laughs> you know, and they ask you for, you know, 15, 20, $30. Right, right, I'm right. like, what? <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, proud of the product that she put together and that I'm a co-author of it. And so it's just like, you know what, when That's I wrote dope. these, when I wrote this four or five pages, it really wasn't as bad as I thought. You just have to kind of sit down and you have to focus on yeah. what it is that you're going to be speaking on. So, you just have to think of different things that you would want to go but not only just you but it's like it's about supply and demand too mm. so what, what is the what is the demand that the public needs can you supply that demand right do you need to do you do you find yourself um thinking maybe uh sometimes you have to create the demand you know what? I never really thought of it that way, but yes, you can. You know, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm just going to go slightly left just for a second. Just you know, even with the current times that we're going in right now, you know, it's way bigger than all of us know. Yes. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And there are people that are making millions and millions and millions of dollars during this pandemic. Mm, yes. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. You know, they actually created the demand on purpose (laughs) to get the money, you know, without going into, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff, because that's not really the topic of discussion that you guys have going on. But just with you saying creating the demand, it just kind of sparked my brain and like, (laughs) it does happen like that sometimes. So, yeah, it just depends, man. But, you know, my thing, too, is just that. You know, all you guys seem like you're stand up kind of guys. And at the end of the day, you want to do what's right. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? You want to you want to continue to live a righteous life so you can continue to have the blessings. So, you know, with you creating that demand, you have to ask yourself, is this, you know what I'm saying, is this the right thing to do? Yeah, don't absolutely. just do it because you want you're trying to get a couple of dollars. You know, yeah, you you right. you should be wanting to do this. You know, not for a sprint, but for the marathon. Right. So, yeah. Because it's your passion. It's, your, it's yeah. your, something you're mm-hmm. passionate about. And whether and yeah. if you fail, then you failed with your passion and enthusiasm. You know. Right. Well, like you I know. said before, you know, with losses come lessons. You know, you right. put those two L's together, and you should come up with a win. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow, yeah. man! It's so it's so much it's so much that man. I, you know, one question before before we wrap it up is your interview process. I'm I'm curious to find out like who was your toughest interview that you probably had and why? Like what what, hmm. what was that situation and what happened? Hmm. Let me think. Toughest interview. Jeez. You know, I probably would say. I'm I'm just going to give you like a couple different scenarios. Okay. Um what my probably my very first tough interview was um it was a group there they're not even any longer around or anything like that but me being in college it was this hip hop group called Blase Blase. I remember them. That was okay. they, had, they had the record um when each is in the house, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, danger, right. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, you know, they came in the studio, yeah, that college, you know, college ran studio. Um, and I mean, they came in there like they just really didn't want to be there. So I'm like, okay, here we go. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, it's like I'm trying to have some energy, like, hey, you know, how you guys doing? You know, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, yeah, what's up? I'm like, oh, shoot, here we go. All right. 
So I'm just like, you know what? Look, I mean, so in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to get these guys in. I'm going to get them out. Like, literally, we're doing a five minute interview. If you're not going to give me any energy, you're not going to get any energy back. Right. I cracked, you know what I'm saying? I cracked the mic, turn on the mic or whatever like that. Then all of a sudden they got all this energy. <laughs> and I'm like, WTF. <laughs> you ready to get <laughs> out now? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and it's like, I promise you, like my facial expressions, like I cannot hide anything. You know, my friends always tell me, you need to fix your face, Neek, fix your right, face. Right. <laughs> so I know I gave them that look like, really, this is what we doing today? Right. So, um, so, you know, I mean, you know, you go along with it and everything like that. So when I turn off the microphone, you know, I'm like, oh, so you guys just found some energy every day, you know, when I turn on the microphone. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, no, well, you know, we was getting, we knew we was getting ready to do the interview. Da, da, da. So I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I got it now. <laughs> so, you know, um, so, you know, it, it's just a situation where I approach every single interview differently. Oh, I just really? want to make sure, again, because I'm thinking to myself, like, look, these guys answer the same questions over and over and over again. Right. Where it almost Sometimes some stuff sounds robotic. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's like, you know, what I try to do is I try to study the artists, I, you know, and I mean, I'll continue to dig and dig and dig until I can find something. And it's not necessarily like find something controversial. Mm-hmm. But find something different that people don't know because it wasn't reported, you know, mm-hmm. in the news. That's right. So, yeah. So, like, say, for instance, like, I you know, I had the opportunity to interview T.I. after he had got out of jail. And mm-hmm. he was going around and not only promoting, like, his music, but he was promoting his book. Mm-hmm. Wow, so, okay. with that, it's like, and, and when he released the last book that he had... There is, and I wish I could remember the the name of the law, but I cannot remember the name of the law. But a lot of people don't know, like when they buy audio books, that you only can basically you have that audio book for like twenty years, and then it goes away. Oh, like you lose the audio like in twenty years. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so you know, so when you know, I found out that you know Ti was doing this book, and then they were saying like you know they were promoting the fact that it's an audio. There's an audio version to it. I said, well, do you know about you know such and such a law? And he's like, no, what is that? And I said, you know, what, what a lot of people don't realize what you know audio books. I mean, I'm sure maybe it has it has changed since then. Right. But I was like, you know, when people purchase audio books, they only can like basically it'll stay around for like 20 years, and then it'll just like disappear. It'll go away. And he was like, well, that's not right. I wow. say, yeah, it's not right. So what what are you gonna do about it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he was just like, Well, I'm gonna have to check into that. And I said, yeah. oh, Okay. So the thing about it is that sometimes you have to find a commonality, but also, you know, is is you're actually hipping them to game that they may not know about. Yeah, or either I would like to recognize something that somebody has done mm-hmm. and they um and people don't know about it either. Yeah, you know, so say for instance, like I'll, I'll give you a new artist. So it's a kid by the name of Ebenezer, and he's actually, you know, he's from London. Oh wow! Okay, right. So he has a song called "Flaws and All," and you know, I went to go listen to his EP, and in that particular song, you know, he's just he's talking about it's a very female friendly song. You know, he's not talking about the female in any derogatory way, but it's just more of a situation like, look, uh, you know, I like you, girl. I'm feeling you. I love you, even with all your flaws and all. I'm, right. I'm still accepting you oh, for the person wow. that you are. Yeah. So, oh. 
And um, what but a lot of people didn't know about him is not only the fact that, you know, he's from London, but he is an accomplished songwriter like, you know, he is writing for and I don't know if you guys are familiar with the genre K-pop. Nah, yes. Korean, Korean. Oh, yeah, right. So you know exactly our version of you know pop music. Yeah, they call it K-pop, but it's Korean mm-hmm. pop music. You know, it's, oh, it's super okay. popular now. They're yeah. you know invading the United States, so on and so forth, really? or whatever the case. Wow. And this kid Ebenezer is writing like all the songs for all these K-pop groups. Wow. Wow. You know, like he is an international songwriter. So he's writing for people in Switzerland and you know and in different countries wow. and stuff like that. Okay. And I was like. You know, hey, like that's dude, that's major. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're yeah. right, you're writing for people around the world. Yeah. You know, but it's like, you know, he also writes for artists here in the United States. He writes for Danny Lay, he writes with the Ty Dollar signs. Then mm. you know, and the list just goes on and on and on. And wow. so he's, I just found that to be really interesting. And so to me, it's like when you are doing interviews and when you can find out it's not necessarily the most information about somebody, mm-hmm. but find out unique information where where you just said that's the reaction that you want oh man i didn't know that oh i didn't know that right right that's exactly when people are listening that's exactly what you want to do you want to give people information where it's like they didn't know that and even though they may be that person's biggest fan and they literally have listened to every single interview that they've done you've given some information that they never knew about their favorite artists Mm. i'm writing that down yeah that's good yeah. No, you know, that's you know, that's just one of the things that I like to do. But I like to have fun too. Like, you know what I mean? True. Like again, because they do so many. Like, you know, and I'll go back to 50 Cent. Like, you know, he he has this type of persona where it's just like, yo, man, he, he's an asshole. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. you just really, really thinking that. So it's just like, you know, sometimes when you you know that you're getting ready to interview somebody, you don't know what to expect, but you just gotta be easy, be cool, you know? Right. Um so I mean I did a lot of research. Like I already knew like two weeks in advance, like I was gonna be interviewing fifty cents. So I'm like, yo, I'm gonna dig and I'm gonna dig and I'm gonna dig and I'm gonna find some stuff on fifty. Like nothing again, nothing bag or derogatory because yes. I'm not that kind of person. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's I don't right. spark controversy. That's just not my that's, thing. That's right. I, I'm I'm gonna ask you to sometimes I am gonna ask you the hard questions, but sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Right. Absolutely. And, I'll, and like, say, for instance, um, and I'll get back to 50 in a second, but it was like I had the opportunity to interview Faith Evans. And this was like when Faith was married to her ex-husband and her and her ex-husband had had got busted for drugs. Mm. So, you know, it's like, look, everybody want to know what happened. What, what, what happened. Exactly. <laughs> so I was just like, so instead of me saying like, yeah, you and your husband got busted for drugs, like, you know, <laughs> I just said, you know, hey, Faith. You know, recently you and your husband were, you know, in the news. Right. So there's people that want to know what happened. You right. know, what, what would you like to say about it? Mm-hmm. And so, you know what I'm saying? And she she went on and she answered the question. Sometimes it's all about how you phrase it, because how it's like it? when you're bringing up something negative, you know, they're going to automatically be on the defensive. Yeah, that's right. 
You know what I mean? So my thing is like, look, I'm, you know, I'm trying to make this interview comfortable. Uh, I want the people that are listening. I want them to enjoy the interview. I want them to take away some information that they didn't know. And I'm also leaving a lasting impression on the artist. It's not the fact that I'm trying to be friends with them or whatever, but it's just like, look, you gonna remember me. (laughs) Absolutely. Because we will end up crossing paths again. And the thing about it is, no, you may not remember my face, but I'll be like, you know, hey, you know, like, yeah, I, I had the pleasure of interviewing you. I asked you such and such a question and boom, they're going to instantly remember me. Right. right. You know what I mean? So I like to, I like to challenge myself to do that as well. Cause it was like when I interviewed 50 and I found out that, um, you know, from the area that he's from in Queens, Bette Midler is from that area as well. You said yeah. Bette Midler? Yeah. I said Bette, Bette Midler. Yeah, Bette. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with the red hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me make this, let me make this straight because I'm from Southside to make a Queens myself. Uh, and Beth, yeah. Beth, she might have been from Queens, but it wasn't Southside. She had to be. <laughs> well, you know, you got to remember she's from a different era too. Yeah, so you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it, Queens was different then. Yeah, but um. But what was what was cool about the the connection between 50 Cent and Bette Midler is I don't know exactly how they met, but they they planted a flower garden together in Queens. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just like when I brought that up in the interview, 50 was like, you know, like he he shot me this look, not a bad look, but it was just like, yo, you know, how'd you know? know? (laughs) And um. And so, you know, that was just a cool thing is like when I found out more information about him, it was like, okay, he's a little bit less of an asshole than I thought. Right, right. Um, and uh, so, and after I got finished doing the interview with him, he was like, yo, you gave me a good interview. And I'm like, yes. wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's, right. what accomplish. that's, that's what you want to accomplish. Even like when I interviewed the kid Ebenezer, you know, the record label rep was yeah. like, Oh my God! So far, you've given him the best interview, and that's what I strive to do too. Wow. Like, yo, I need that. I want to be that best. I'm not trying to be an Oprah Winfrey, or yeah, right. you know, I'm just trying to be me, you know, and just do what I do. That's what's up. So, but, yeah. what do you, what what do you think about uh, Solomon the God's career, his trajectory? I, I I remember when I first heard him on the radio down here. He was interviewing Buffy the Body. And when I first heard him, I'm like, yo, this guy, it's something about this guy. He's different. And so to mm-hmm. see from, from the outside looking in to see where he's at now is, is mind blowing to me. What do you say about his career? How do you think he, he's doing in his career? Well, what's interesting is when Charlemagne was here and to the point where he's at now, the one thing that I can say about Charlemagne is Charlemagne just knows how to push people's buttons. <laughs> and we all know that people like controversy sells just like sex sells. Right, right. You know, at the end of the day. So, you know, he knew that there were certain things that he wanted to do and that he strived for in his career. And so he felt like causing controversy was the way for him to catapult his career and it worked for him. Now, one thing I will say is that I think that when he got to New York, they calmed him down some (laughs) Um, compared to, you know, where he used to be when he was here. And like you said, you heard that like in real life, in real time. Exactly. And, and, you know, and people just could not believe like, you know, he was just going in on her to the point where she saw a CD sitting on the counter and she threw it at him. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was crazy. 
Yeah, um, you know, I heard about it. I didn't hear it myself, but right. but the thing about it, it and Charlemagne says in you know, his book, um, um, what was the first book he put out, y'all? Um, 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 black oh, privilege. Black privilege. Black, black privilege, privilege. Yes. So, so um, that you know, what I'm saying he was young, he was immature, and you know, he's been able to work through his immaturity. He's been able to work through his his you know his mental yeah. health, yeah. you know, with him having issues and so on and so forth or whatever. So, uh, you know, you he still has you know says controversial things, right? But sometimes it has merit to it and again i just kind of go back to saying like you know it's not what you say it's how, how you, you say, say it. Right. sometimes yeah. it's not what you do is how you do it absolutely yeah so you know that's just how i you know i kind of look at charlemagne in, in the sense of that you know he always just had you know aspirations to be the biggest that he could be in what he was doing True. and not to say that and none of us have you know those type of different aspirations but sometimes it's you know when it's your time it's your time absolutely, yes. absolutely. you know or whatever so you know i mean it's just that um you know i i have love for Charlemagne. i was so surprised when he mentioned me in the book i had so many people that like called me sent me text messages like <laughs> oh, he mentioned you in the book. So I was reading the book, and it's like, wow, he, you know, he's talking about somebody I know, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, you know, so right. I definitely because you know, he didn't have to do that, and then he's you know, he spoke about me in a very positive light, right? So, um, you know, so I, I, I appreciate him for that because he didn't have to do that, absolutely. Yes. That's why, wow. like that. that's good. Yeah, we, we, we got so much to, to talk about, but we're gonna. We're going we gonna to close it out, man. And um, and just wanted to thank you for coming oh, on, man. man. Yeah. And, and rocking with us, man. It's, it's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. But before we it let you been. go, before we let you go, right? Our last podcast, we had a battle going on. And it was... <laughs> a it battle. Was, it was a battle. And, and it was Team Michael Jackson mm-hmm. and, and Team Prince. And it, was, it wasn't a battle. <laughs> we, if you had to choose which artist you rocking with, how would you break that down? Man, I mean, <laughs> I don't see how you you can choose. Like, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. both of them were great in their own right. Uh, but you know, they were talented. They they were both different types of talents. And and right, what yes. I mean by that is just that you know you're looking at Michael Jackson from when he was in the Jackson Five, mm. and you know, as a child star and developing into a grown man, and then even a grown man, you know, mm. he metamorphosized in front of our eyes. Yeah. You know, right. just, and it's just it's just interesting, you know, how his career still continued to grow. And, you know, he was one of the biggest pop artists, you know, in the world. Right. Uh, but it's just that with Michael Jackson, you know, he's talented. He could dance, so on and so forth. But he was a different type of talent. Mm-hmm. You know, Prince it's like, yo, he played, I don't know how many different instruments, you know, he wrote all his own songs, you know, <laughs> so he was just, he was like a musical genius and a protege, you know what I mean? Like, right, it's right. Just like so to me, it's like there, there's not really a comparison between the two. I think that they both were great in their own right, but you have yeah. to look at Michael Jackson's foundation and he was doing it. He was just out in the forefront a lot longer than Prince was but that still doesn't mean that Prince didn't you know make his splash make his impact and it's just Mm -hmm. like I'm looking at Prince it's just that like yo you have a God given talent for you know playing instruments and and God used you in a different way right Mm -hmm. okay so so I'm I'm gonna take a cue 
from a lesson you just taught me. You said it's all about how you ask the question. So let me ask the question <laughs> in a different way. All right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. All right. Michael Jackson and Prince are making a return. One is going to be at the, Michael is going to be at the Colonial Center and Prince is going to be at Tom <laughs> Warner Theater in Charlotte for one night only. Which one are you going to go to? I see. Okay, so uh, let me give it to you like this. Because, okay, so how I'm going to plan it is this. Look, I'm going to go see both of them. I'm going to do that. I'm going to tell you exactly how I'm going to do it. So let's just say, like, one concert starts at 7.30 and the other concert starts at 6, right? No, 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 no. They both start at 7.30 p.m. They both start at 7.30 no, I've already said what it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, teacher. I'm, right, I'm, I'm going. I'm go you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm making some of my rules up on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm it's like, what, the concert that starts at 7.30, yo, I'm there no later than 7 o'clock. I'm going to enjoy yeah. that show for probably about, you know, mm, 35 minutes. Then I'm going to go ahead and hit the road, and I'm going to catch that, the second half, you know, <laughs> the other show. I'm going to enjoy both. Okay. Mm. Okay, Ooh, you got answer. them skills. I Ooh. can't. I can't mess with you right now. Man, yeah, that's gonna be, mm. yeah, yeah, I'm coming back. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, we're gonna have to do this again, Nick. Yeah. This is nice. This is nice. We definitely enjoyed this, Nick. This is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I appreciate yeah. you guys. You know, it's a, it's an you. honor and it's a privilege that anybody that wants to, you know, talk to you and be in the same time and space and really interested in what it is you do. Because I'm going to be honest with you guys. I still sometimes I look at myself like you want to interview me. Are you sure? <laughs> Why? Why? So, wow. Man, yeah, we were, so we were a, privileged a So who all is actually on uh, the podcast today. All right, so it's me, CO Victor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's me, Jermaine Green, aka God All Day. We yes, spoke, sir. We spoke and a little earlier. And it's me, Leroy, aka Junior, the King. Yeah. Look, wait a minute, Leroy. Did you even say anything? Hey, I'm here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, so I heard it today. I heard, you know, what I'm saying Vic, but I'm like, then when you said your name, because you know, I'm, I'm like, okay, I see, you know, what I'm saying I see three different names, but I know oh. there's only been two people talking to me. Well, he, well, I, well, well, I got a good, I got a good question for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, with all the great, you know, positive things you got going on, you know, what would you say is the the key, you know, as far as balancing, you know, all of those things at such a high level as you do. Mm. Mm. For me, I have to have balance, man. I'm a, I'm a Libra. <laughs> so oh, okay. and, yeah. wait a minute. Hold on with the uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> watch hey, that, that, it. That, watch that, it, buddy. That, that watch it. <laughs> but you know, for me, it's just like you know, like look, when I when I'm at work, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give you a hundred percent. I'm gonna do the best that I can do. But when I am off from work, I am off. Right. Like you know, what I'm saying I'm trying to disconnect from the radio station because there's other things that I may want to do, other things I may be interested in. You know, uh, even a significant other, and I'm like, I want to spend time with him. Like you know, like look, I'm not. No, so you. So the thing about it is, you have to make time for you. Right. Right. You have to, like, you know what I mean? You like, you, to me, it's just when you are trying to accomplish so much. And I think, you know, you, and as everybody knows, you're trying to do it at a younger age so you can set yourself up, you know, when you're older. Right. But it's like, you know, 
I always tell people, I used to hate when people would say, team, no sleep. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've <laughs> ever heard. <laughs> like, what? Are you serious right oh, now? God. Like, yo, do, don't you realize how important sleep, sleep is? is? Like, you know, no. that's when your body and your cells rejuvenated. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, uh, uh, that's just, it's just absurd to me. And then absolutely. the thing about it is the, the, the beautiful thing about our body is that if you keep running it and running it and running it, it's like, look, you know what? Oh, you're not going to give me any rest? Cool. I'm shutting down. Right. Oh. Take it. Yes, right. Right. I'm going to take so, it. You know, I, think, I think, Leroy, that you have to, yeah. you got to make it up in your mind that not only do you need, you have to make time for yourself too. So even if you have That's children, right. you do have that significant other, I think you have to carve out time for all of that, but you still have to take care of you. Importantly, right. you know, you still have to do something that is important to you. So that's whether that's, you know, you're taking time out to read a book. That's you, you know, deciding to go to the gym that you just, you know, being by yourself or playing a video game, whatever it is that you enjoy doing. Sometimes you still have to take time out for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are wise words right there. Wise words. And yes, we, like I said, again, we appreciate you. One of the things we do at HOME is that we highlight individuals from our culture that simplifies excellence. And you have mm-hmm. been doing that for, for, for some time now. You are a role model to our children, to our daughters, and to our sons. And we want yes. to be promoting you and highlighting and to ourselves. you. So, yo, anytime you need us, please feel free to pull up. You're welcome home all day, every day with Unique. So we thank you again. Oh, yes, you're more ma'am. than welcome. That's uh, super sweet, and I appreciate that. And remember, you said that because I promise you, yes, I will. Be. I'm like, hey, you remember you yep. said during the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> going down. I'm quick up. to find somebody now, Yo. but um, you know, in all seriousness, you guys, thank you so much again for having me. Like I said, it was an honor and a, ple- a pleasure. And you know, it was time. Well, this hour with you guys was time well spent, and I thank enjoyed you. it just as much as you did. Appreciate that. We appreciate your time, Nick. It was wonderful. Yes, sir. We're going to do this again. So take care of yourself. Yes, ma'am. Talk to you next time. Okay. You guys take care, too. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. We're going to take a small break and be right back with HO and me. All right. Peace. Peace. Instagram. Follow us on IG at home underscore 7S. Instagram now. Follow my crew. Shout out to the big homies Jermaine, Leroy, Frank, and Vic. Yeah, man. Peace and welcome home. We back again. Man, so we going to close it out. But before we do, bros, I mean, what y'all thought about everything? Did y'all learn something today in this masterclass with Nick? Go ahead, Drew. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Everything was great, man. Uh, I really enjoyed Neek. Uh, everything, all the information she gave, um, a lot of great, great points, and in, um, in our future endeavors and so forth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, she was yeah. right on time. Right. On Absolutely. Time. Yeah, she definitely called you out, though. She got you, man. She, <laughs> she was paying attention, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. She was. Uh, you could tell. You could tell she's a pro boy. She been doing yeah. for a long time. She was like, "How many on the line here?" Right, right, yeah. right. I didn't hear you. Right. <laughs> I was like, "Dang." I, but yo, I had his back though. I was about to say, but he yeah, he did. He just sit back and observe. Yes. And then he, he gives us a thumbs up, a thumbs down from afar. <laughs> but, <you> know, <laughs> but that's what the king. 
Yeah, that's what the king do. That's the king do, yeah. man. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, 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 yeah man. It was, it was, it was great, man. It was wonderful interview, man. She's um, she's a wonderful talent, man. Wonderful person, man. Uh, sounds like a really awesome mind, awesome heart, awesome spirit. You know, when um, in real life and and on radio. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd uh. I would love to have another one with her, you know, uh, you know, later on down the line. Yeah. And um, yeah, learn some things, uh, or maybe not even necessarily learn some things, but uh, just reaffirm some things. Right, right. You know, and yeah. um, and I'm sure, you know, our listeners, here, our homies, they yeah. they got some good <laughs> stuff out of it, you know, and um, some relevant relevance um information out of it to um to apply in their lives and and hopefully they do make it a great point make it a point to apply them in their lives because um it was some some good stuff from uh from she sounds sounds like um like like you like to say um um victor um a master you know oh, man. She, 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 she she sounds man. like one She's she sounds man. like one man she's definitely yes she seemed very humble and, mm-hmm. and, and, and grounded, but she's definitely a master. You know? Yes, and you know, masters come in all different forms and and, and shapes and sizes. But make no mistake about that, she's definitely a, a master. And um, yes, I think that individuals, whether you building your own brand or you are working a nine to five, mm-hmm. your life is your brand. How That's you right. live how you conduct your business, how you treat other people, yeah. how you get your bag. That's right. You, everything you do is part of your brand and you're always trying to communicate to somebody or to or to, to life what you represent. So That's why right. not represent something of quality? Why not represent something of, of integrity and of excellence? That's and, right. You, know, you can take these particular jewels he dropped on us today and apply them to your life in any capacity that you're living in. You can, you, you're, if you a father, yes. right? If you a father, that's your brain. Like, your, your brain is, what, mm-hmm. kind of, what, kind of, what kind of parenting is your brain? You know, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it's things of that nature. So it's about the, being able to take these lessons, these understanding, and apply them to your day-to-day life. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Like you said, man, we're always establishing our brand, everything we do. And once we realize that, you know, everything from the time we get up out of bed, mm. you know, to the time right. we go back to sleep. Yes. We're establishing or reestablishing or confirming our brand. Right. You know? right. So when we understand that, you know, everything we do, everything we say, everything, how we look, how we how we smell, all that is a part of our brand. Right. You know, so once we understand that, man, and um, understand the importance and, and how far it can get us and what we can do with it and the power it possesses. Absolutely, man, man. Um, this is uh, we're going to be on a different, different frequency, Woo. and uh, yeah. and um, and that's and that's and that's what we're looking for. And the fre- yeah. that frequency would be the excellence. That's yeah. what I would call it. Yeah. You know what, where we what we were about. Right. You know, house of melanated excellence, and um, right. And um, so again, like I said, I like. I hope we all. I hope our homies, all our listeners out there, can say I've taken good notes and um, and we'll study this one very well. Yeah, and listen to it over and over, and um, yeah. and um, and um, you know, and learn from this one. And, well, um, yeah, you it, came with it. Exactly. And sometimes it's not all about 
you know what somebody's saying, right? I always mm-hmm. say that it's a transference of energy. So, mm-hmm. if, so if you hang around a certain group of people, nine times out of ten, you're gonna become what they are, right? If you if you want to work out and you That's hang right. around a whole bunch of obese people, it's gonna be very difficult for you to, to get your goals accomplished. So you need That's to right. hang around people that are actually that knows that know more than you. And that's actually living that life and just being around them, that energy is going to carry over into you. So Mm -hmm. being able to sit down with her today, not only based upon what she said, but I could feel her energy Mm -hmm. elevating our energy. Like I I could feel our interview kind of starting to feel more like, okay, move like this, move like that. Yes. Based upon how she moving, how she doing. Right. You yes. know what I mean? So the lesson ain't always in the and writing it down. It's about being present, being in the, in the now moment. And you right. can feel that energy. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. That's good and stuff. I was, and I was taking all that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yo, you, you saw what? So you saw what? Yes, Yo. sir. And which, like I said, it's all good. Listen, man, that's how yeah. we move at, at home. Like everybody do everything differently, you know. And, right. and, and one thing about us, we a team. So yeah. you know, you it's all good, man. It's all love, man. And I'm just that's happy right. with the fact that we able to to highlight and showcase the talent that's right next door. It ain't always yeah. about you know going look across the world and gotta go find this person. It's people right in your life. Right. Right, exactly. That is special. Yeah. And be, but because they're right next to you, you don't look at them as being special. You want to go mm-hmm. all the way over here to get somebody that you don't even know. But mm-hmm. the, the person that's right here next to you, close to you, you, you can reach, reach out and touch them. Yes. So dig in their mind, you'll be surprised at what you might find, man. It's that's a right. lot of jewels and everybody. That's right. Everybody's got a got a story. Everybody got experiences we can learn from. We can um we can take and um, you know and and use to to better ourselves. Absolutely. Once, once we understand that, you know, we we can we can do that. Absolutely. You know, we can appreciate that. We can value that. And um, mm. with that value come respect. Absolutely. You know, and, um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Man. Well, <clears throat> we learned a lot, man. We got a you know a long way to go as we build our brand. A lot of things yes. that she that she said. You know, like you said, we we might even if we knew it, it just sounds good to have it validated and to keep us on that on that trajectory. Because we're not coming in this thing to be average. We're not coming here just to get along. We really want to do some big things mm-hmm. in this podcast world. And so we want to be excellent. Think, oh, matter of fact, before What's we up? go, before we go, man, yeah, got to give a shout out. Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. <laughs> Yo. Oh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico rocking with us, man. Oh, the Puerto SS. Rico is rocking with us. Yeah. Yo. Welcome estás? home, Puerto Rico. Como estas, man? Yo. Bienvenidos. Yes. Sí. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome, man. welcome. Welcome home, Puerto Rico. Welcome home. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, got clap it up. Nick said clap it up. We got yes, clap sir. it up, man. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah, make it make it be known. So, you know, I was having a rough week earlier and um just kind of feeling discouraged and about certain things. And when I seen Puerto Rico 
was on our passport stamps. It just mm. it changed my whole mood. Mm. I was like, yeah. yo, I started playing that old song, Puerto Rico, ho, Puerto Rico. So, so <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm just real happy to see Puerto Rico rocking with us. And yeah. shout out to all our new subscribers, our new followers. Our last Welcome episode, home. they saying it's a classic, yo. Everybody coming back to us, how much they really enjoyed it. So if you ain't checked out our last episode, please go back and check that out. Prince versus Michael Jackson, unleashing your legend through competition. Mm-hmm. It's still moving, it's still doing good. So please keep supporting us. We're going to yes. keep it rocking, man. So if yeah. you don't have yes. anything else to say, we're going to close it out, man. H-O and me, man. That's how we do it. Yes, sir. Home. Oh, we good. You got anything before we close it out? Everybody no, good? No, I'm, I'm good, man. You good? I'm good. King. 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 Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Everything All right. Tonight. Enjoyed it. Yes, sir. Peace. All right, yo. Peace to the family. We're going to be back. Oh, matter of fact, check this out. Our next episode is going to be our last episode of the season. And we're going to um, we're gonna shut it down and go on hiatus for uh, a couple of months. We'll be back in September. But we're going to let y'all know all of that on our next episode. So we got one more episode for the season. That'll be nine episodes total for season one. And we're going to do a recap of the whole season and kind of giving our perspective and our insight on each episode and mm-hmm. what was going on and the behind the scenes kind of thing. If you remember, like, back in the days when they had the old TV shows, the pre-programs, at the end of the season, they would do a recap of, yeah. of the season. So we're going to do that on our next episode and close it out like that. So yeah. please come back and okay. tune in. It's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. You know how we do it. So once again, yes, sir. House of Mother, excellence. <clears throat> and we out. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.